And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've got to shoot straight. And welcome to Shooting Straight. I am your co-host, David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofker. That's right, kids. We are back for, where are we at? Episode number seven now? I think it's eight. Wow. It's I, I lost track somewhere. Yeah, I did too. I mean, as soon as we start doubling up, I'm going to really be confused. Yeah, we haven't started doubling up. Let's see. Wave to our audience. Hello, hello. <laughs> we are doing a, a video, um, trying to do a video here and try to podcast at the same time. I, I don't see this conducive. I don't know how people do this. For real, man. It's been hard enough. Well, actually, it's not that hard now. Just thinking of different stories because I have so many. But video, I, I don't know. Just It's just another form of audio in a way. Right. You just get to see us, <laughs> so it's not that big a deal to me. But. So this is what we do. We go, okay, to listen to the story, go to jaselmon.com slash jaselmodcast, find Shooting Straight, and find out what we're recording today. So we'll see you there. Bye. All right. That's, that's how we promote the jaselmodcast. All right, so each and every week we get together and we find out the same thing. Even though I do have a new thing, but I wanted to talk to you about it. Um, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, so we get together and every week we find out a little bit about Randy and how is we going. So we ask him, how's your week going? Well, it started out a little rough. Uh Still having weird dreams, but then I, I went to church and had some pretty good uh, messages given to me and told me that I'm ready for the next change in my life or about straight and narrow. And so I decided that I'm going to do my best to stop drinking. And I hope everybody can encourage me and, and tell me some good words out there because I don't want to do it no more. I'm, I want to be straight and narrow and shooting straight. One of our listeners um, had brought it to my attention, and I, I thought about doing this, incorporating it. And I think if we incorporate this, neither A, it'll keep you sober, or B, you're going to lie. And I know you're not a liar. Right. I can't lie. And the, the because – it was brought to my attention that this podcast is is not not the content, but the the concept behind it, like therapeutic for you. Right. There's another person that uses his podcast because he had uh, an addiction to heroin and oxycodone, and so he uses his podcast to keep clean. And from what I understand, he's been clean for seven years now. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And his co-host uses one question 
And this one question keeps them in the straight and narrow. And that is, how long have you been clean? One day. There you go. So it's day number one. And so from here on out. Well, would that be considered, because this day is not done yet, so it's not two days. Well, you could say working on two days. Working on two days. Yeah. I got yesterday down, so. And I woke up. I, I had this one little saying to myself, just one day at a time, one day at a time. They'll add up sooner or later, and there'll be 30 or 40, and then, and then I'll be one year. Yep. Two years. Three years. <laughs> that's the way you do it. Um, you know, that's interesting because you said something and it clicked because we were sat down and we were like, well, what are we going to talk about? Somebody's birthday is right around the corner. Yeah. Somebody's going to be 41. I know. And I know you had touched on it very lightly, but you you had in question that you would even make it a 40. But I didn't, I'm not worried about 41. Yeah, I know. And I that's that's where I'm going is is how how you realize how I've realized for you that 40 literally was your changing mark. Yes. Everything changed. You're like, if I can get to 40, if I can get to 40, if I, I remember the night, it was the 14th of October last year. And <laughs> you were legitimately nervous that you weren't going to wake up that morning. Yeah. I did. And I, you know, I, and I tried this so many different times. It was 25, 35. And then I was like, 40 is just the halfway mark. Cause even if you just live to 80 years old, if I'm 40 years old, I want a good 40 years left. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so I get, I'm getting ready to be 41 and that's exciting. I don't know. I, I'm happy because there's so much changed in the last year. So much. Go ahead. Oh, uh, my, my speech has improved. Uh, my thinking has improved. Uh, my way of life has improved. The way I, I figure on what's going to happen and where I'm going is improved. I see things and can honestly be like, okay, I, I appreciate that and know that there's going to be more years to be able to appreciate. And that's a great thing. It's a great feeling. It is. It really is. And, and, and the kids, your kids, my nephew and nieces, uh, just make it that much better. And I want to enjoy them more and, and be more active with them. And if I'm if I'm buzzed, then I I don't I don't want to be really messed with when I'm buzzed. Not trying to be mean or nothing, you know. But and I felt bad about that. I haven't told anybody, but that was a little bit of something on my shoulder, you know. Well, elaborate a little bit. Well, uh, Zoe, I'd be buzzed, and Zoe would want to come and play or hang out with me, and I was just like, Uncle Randy's laying down. Like I always do after I finish a couple beers and I pass out, and I felt bad about it. And it, you know, it's not the the main reason. The main reason is that this is going to be the next change in my life. Forty one coming up, I made forty. Forty one's coming up, and I just want so many things, and I know that I ain't going to get them if I keep on messing up. Right. And if, if I do, I'll lose them. 
I was going to say, if you remember when um, we first had the big conversation and you, I don't know if you remember, oh, you might have remembered, I mean, you were pretty high, you know, that first night we stayed up and talked and you were talking about how you, you didn't have no motivation, you didn't have nothing to look, you know, to give you purpose. And I said, the fact that Zoe was so excited, so excited, day number one, to learn that she had an uncle. Yeah. And I said, there's your purpose. Yep. And it, it really, I mean, and this is just from my perspective, but it seems like not only Zoe, but all the kids have given you that purpose that you need. I mean, you have a special bond with each of them. Yeah. You, okay, If for people that don't know, my son Jay is autistic. And he's very, neither he doesn't like you and he doesn't talk to you. Or he likes you, but he doesn't think you're smart enough because he's very intelligent. And he'll just give you the very quick tidbits on what he has to say and leave. Or he makes small talk, which is very, very rare. And I love it. And he he has small talk with Randy all and the I, time. And I listen to him. I wake up to him in the morning. I listen to him tell me tell you all his story and and what's happening, especially with his new thing that's going on with his computer. The upgrade, the upgrade, and stuff like that. I know now that we can't mention things, so I I got this down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we have a, a a comment on because we were doing that video. Um, it says. I love how Randy is a body and a hat and a mic. The light from the window totally obliterates his face rolling on the floor. <laughs> oh, I was looking at that. I was thinking that same thing. And I didn't want to move the mic because it's perfect for me when I speak like this. Oh, yeah. You're coming in perfectly clear. Yeah, I like it. This is where my spot is. You know, and I got I get it seats certain way. And I, I got to do it that way. I could have moved it and said hello, and then moved it back, but then I might have missed my spot. Right. Yeah. Well, we do a check, and when I do a check, I'm moving it as I'm doing the check. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of particular about the checks. <laughs> yeah. I know, like you know, some people are like, okay, I can hear, it. let's go. I'm like, no, uh, we we literally we do what about four or five checks before. Yeah. And I listen to myself, and if I don't sound right or whatever, I let you know. Or, or I try to basically, what, what did you say, uh, my pitch. Yeah. I try to adjust it to what I'm listening to. Yes. And not uh, this is not a braggy statement. This is just legitimate. When I first started podcasting in 2012, all I had was a USB mic, a hub, and a computer. That's all I had, you know. And listening back on the old shows, they sounded absolutely horrible. Uh, and if there's anybody that listened to old shows, I thank you so much because they sucked. They really did. <laughs> not not content-wise. No, content, not they content were good, went... But audio quality right. was shit. Well, we got a nice setup now, or you do, and stuff like that. And I like it, and you're getting it down, and you pretty much got it. 
I mean, my brother is a heart monitor tech. Am I get that right? Yeah, you're close. So we work with Waves when we're working with the podcast. And it's kind of like on the same terms. Uh-huh. He can just look at the Waves and know how to fix it or how to set it up or how to do whatever. Because he reads them. <laughs> and that's the only thing I, way I could say it, right? You're right. No, you're you're right. Uh, yeah. You don't even have to listen to it. He listens to it just to know where the spots are to do what he does. But he's looking at it when he does it. It's like that's uh, a great compliment. I want you to know. Thank you. I, I do you make uh, me sound good. So <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing that all on your own, brother. Uh, let's see. Another comment says Randy is Dyson Sphere. He has captured the sun and is only letting a portion of the light out. There you go. Oh, I like that one. That was good. Mr. Podcast Sensation. Oh, oh, no, you don't. You're going to embarrass me now, aren't you? you? Actually, you know, I've never done this, so I'm going to do this now. Um, a lot of people don't realize that Randy is a multifacet is when it comes to his ability to be creative. And one of them is is his poems. And, and we talked about his poem book and stuff, but we've never really explained how to ah, – what's the word I'm looking for? How to um, to read them? I guess essentially what is what it comes oh, down yeah. to. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, another message just came through. Shine, Randy, shine. <laughs> um, anyway, he puts out a poem every month for the World of Myth magazine, and this month is forever. Forever. And it, you can go to www.theworldofmyth dot com and you can you can go to poems and check it out or you can go to contributors click on l for lofgren it's l-o-f-g-r-e-n and then you'll find his name click on it and then you will see everything that he has ever contributed all his poems and his two pieces of artwork. Even old ones from when he started this a long time ago. Yeah. Which, which kind of when I read them, because I was like, oh, yeah, poems. And he was like, you're good at them. Come on. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. I still was in the grumpy stage. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But then I did it because it's, it's, it's like, for me, poems are a manipulation of words. Mm-hmm. And I... I each word and the way that you form it uh-huh. and how you change it from one direction, like I will see, see, I will, it means something different. Yeah, it does. And I see it like that. I see life like that too. That's why my poems are so deep. And a lot of a lot of people like your poems. They legitimately do. They do. So you can, again, go to the World of Myth. You can check out his – he has a new poem every month. It comes out the 24th of each month. Um, and if you enjoy it, then go to contributors, check him out, find his name, look at, you can read all his, all his stuff. And if you really like it, you can email him and tell him, finish his book, a poem. Oh, I knew that was coming. I felt the buildup, <laughs> the suspense. I knew it. Yeah. But he's got me so busy, but I'm almost done with Stephanie Barty's book. I got four chapters left. I'm gonna try to read them tonight. I told her I would get it done, uh, and, and she deserves to get this stuff finalized. And because I got to read it a couple more times, 
And uh, it's going to be good. You guys are going to like it a lot. Internal Bound. It's and uh, she's working on book two right now. She told me and she 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 sent me a little message. She's like, "Yeah, thanks for the compliment. I want you to know I'm working on book two. Laugh my ass off <laughs> because I'm. I mean, it's seventy thousand words. Yeah, and you can't just go over it like simple. You you gotta break it down and see where something maybe doesn't fit or doesn't work and, and show what it is well, you're that the person's a, trying to relay. I was going to say, you're being an editor. That's yeah. It's not an easy task. Oh, it's not, bro. And then that, uh, thank God you, you, it, you sent me a little post about uh, each is like life. You have to go through chapter. You can't skip it. You got to read it all. Sometimes you might not want to read that chapter or even do that chapter, but you got to go on to the next because you not know the ending of the, the life of the chapter or the book, you know. And so I was like, oh, I got to do this. And now I'm so engrossed in it. Her book has made me start dreaming again. And I go to dream crazy dreams. She has some. I really like to pick her mind. I really would. <laughs> She's a, a definitely a, an, an interesting creative mind. So yeah, my grandpa would say she's a character. Yeah, and yeah. and like she says, she puts herself a little bit into her book, so she is a character. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So as we kind of take the current the turn into story time you were talking about there's i i don't know why this is standing forefront because I, i'm trying to see it in my head what were you talking about with the the scheme thing scriffin spell it s-k-u-r-f-i-n-g scriffin like surfing but scriffin scriffin yeah you want me to go into it yes i do all right you either have like some kind of a waterway like California Aqueduct, uh, you have the Kern Lake, Lake Isabella Flume, uh, the canal it's called, or you have a river. Mostly it's done in the river and you tie off to a tree that, that's either like maybe in the middle of the river or off to the side in a curve where rapids are. And the board is built not like a big surfboard, but like between a skateboard and a surfboard. Okay. So it's small, but built in the surfboard type of way. But in the surfboard, you have only enough for your feet and your body on it. You can get down on your knees or you can, you know, get it. And then you put a hole in it in the front of the, the, the nose. Then you run a, a rope from the tree to the, the scurf board, you tie two knots so it's there, and then you got a long uh, tether with a, 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 a handle on it. And you go back and forth on the waves, and you scurf, and you can pull back real hard and then jump out of the wave. And then you can scurf, and then you can twist and barrel roll underneath the rapids. It's just the most funnest thing in the world, but it's dangerous, let me tell you. I was going to say, how many times did you almost die from that? Uh, in the river, I've almost died nine times. These aren't no exaggeration. You guys really got to understand. I've almost died so many times <laughs> that it doesn't make... I laugh about it because it's not funny, but it's like I laugh because I'm thinking other people are laughing. Right. 
not laughing at me, but laughing with me. Right. And they're like thinking, "Oh my lord, what's this dude doing?" He, he his his life is really a movie, and that's the way. Like I try to live because I love movies, so I exaggerate my life, not what I'm doing. Right. I don't lie about it. When I'm actually doing something, I put myself extra out there to impress somebody or impress people or go, man, you won't believe what Randy did. Oh my God. He was insane. You know, like I ended up putting the skirt board and I modified them uh -huh. and I took uh, tires from bicycles and I tied them in between the board and the rope and the, you would have to use like three or four inner tubes and they'd stretch and then you could pull it pull it really tight and then you could jump out the water and it would shoot you up forward out okay and that's my first modification because right. i'm always got to one up myself and then the second modification is where i took a garage door spring and i put it in between it that was the dangerous one i almost lost my head so i never used the garage door springs again because it broke the rope and it, it went right by my head and I hit the water and went down into the rapids. But the garage or spring was the awesomest one. It shot me all the way back up to the tree. And then I landed in the water and went under. And then when I came back up from the force of the water and the, and the rapids pulling me back to the point where it was, uh -huh. it snapped and, and the garage or spring went like inches by my head. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we only used tires after that. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's my life. I wouldn't do it now. I, I do, just like my skateboarding. I, I I'm a big dude, six seven, and I'd skateboard with the best of them. I used to have a quarter pipe and do kick flips and ollies and stuff like that. Everybody'd be like, "I don't know how you do it, Randy." I broke a lot of boards. I remember our skateboarding days. Oh yeah, you got one and then I got one. And I kept trying all this stuff and hurting myself. Uh, so many injuries that I look at, and I'm like, oh, that was a skateboard. What was, speaking of injuries, for some reason this popped into my head. I remember, because Ren has always been tall. Um, I don't think there's ever been an instance where you've not been taller than me. Right. And I'm no short person at all. No. And But I, I remember, specifically, you had a cast that went all the way up your leg. That was a... Uh... That wasn't from nothing that I did or hurt myself. I had Oscar Slaughter's disease. What is that? It's where the bones grow faster than the muscles. And so in my left leg, they had to put a cast on me so that my bones would stop growing as fast as they were uh -huh. so that my muscle could catch up with me. Ah. And, and I had to wear that for six months. It uh, went all the way up to my crotch. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Because I kept getting this pain in my knee, and I didn't know what it was. It felt like a separation, and that's exactly what it was. It was the almost... bone pulling away from the muscle? Yeah. How yeah. old were you? I was 12 or 13. Were you? No. Yeah. Or was it younger? Yeah, because we didn't move up until... We didn't move that's up That's right. Behind. We were still in Colton. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe 10 or 11? Yeah, maybe then... Maybe you're right. I remember because we had this one, uh, it was a white Nissan. It was a small little white Nissan. And I remember it was like hell trying to get you 
with the cast in there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I don't know why. I, just I had to sit head. in the back seat or something and put uh -huh. my leg on top of you or something like that. So we still went places. I didn't stay home. <laughs> no. And I, of course, didn't use my crutches, so it made it worse and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here because it just popped into my head. Um, since you said we're going places and we're kids, my uh, let's see, how do I start this story? It's funny. Uh, would you say that our parents were were thrifty or frugal? They no. like to save a buck. No, you don't think so? Maybe you don't. Okay, let's see if you remember this. We were in it all. We went to the drive-in theaters. Oh, and getting in the trunks? Yes. Okay, they were through it, <laughs> <laughs> And you know how hard it is for me to get a uh, Nissan truck? That's uh, terrible. We, we just <laughs> <laughs> driving theaters. Uh, hey, we were kids. I mean, like, legitimate kids. I don't know why, but from that story, because we, we had that small car, too, uh -huh. we went to Vegas in a... I wanted one of those big bears. You remember the big bear? Oh, yeah. And uh, we had to bring the big bear back because my dad, I kept on trying to play this game with rings, and it goes around the Eiffel Tower. You okay to say that? Yeah. And it, this ring was only big enough, and you could buy different size rings. The smallest ring gave you the big bear. Right. The bigger rings give you the smaller one. And depending on it, you got more rings of one for the same price or less rings of the other for more price because it's easier. And my dad got the small rings, and on the last ring, because he was mad at me because I wouldn't leave him alone because I wanted one of the big bears, he just throws it. And I go, oh, my God, you got it. And the dude says, you got it, and gives us a big bear. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> That's exactly what he said because we had this. It was, it was probably the small Nissan or the Toyota. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember if it was the white <laughs> yeah. one or the blue one. but That bear was almost as big as us. Yeah, we stuffed it in there, and, it, and then we were carrying it on top of the roof and holding it one part of the way. Uh, we had no rope or tie-downs. Dad now, after that, he, he always had tie-downs and yeah. stuff in anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that bear ended up becoming our rest, wrestling practice. Oh, yeah, that was, that was fun. And, and you know what? That bear lasted me a long time. I, I was about 17. I still had that bear. Really? And then uh, it just got too big and, and stuff like that. And uh, this little kid I remember from from the trailer park that I lived in uh, really adored it. It was in the shed, and I wasn't going to sell it. And he goes, oh, I want the bear, Mama. And I, I sold it to him for a couple bucks. Oh. And so he had it forever, and I don't know if he still has it because I don't talk to him, but it, it, was, it was good. I, I was glad to give it to the little boy. That's cool. Yeah. Hopefully he's, it's, he still has it or give it to someone, it to someone, someone else. else yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. But. Good times, yep. And I, I, I don't know why that popped into my head. I don't want to know why anything pops into my head, but it does. It just leads from where my mind works. I think of one good thing like that, and uh -huh. it leads to another good thing like that. And so that that was just on my mind about that. Yeah. yeah and I, wrestling buddies. Wrestling buddies. They weren't the little wrestling figures that were plastic. They were stuffed wrestling buddies. You remember the wrestling buddies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were about two foot tall. We'd wrestle with those two until we got a sister. 
<laughs> now I got a niece <laughs> that's getting pretty, pretty badass. She comes and just knocks me over. I mean, literally, she's so strong she can hold my arm back, and I'm trying to pull it. And I, I'm like, Lord, child. I'm like, stop. That is my fault, of course, because I started her. Ah, she says I'm going to get you. She's going to start pre-kindergarten next year and start, like, knocking people out. And I know who gets in trouble, me. Because <laughs> it's going to uh, – I've already been told. If she goes to school and beats up anybody, you're the one that's going to have to go explain. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm I'm getting messages. Is he referring to water skiing? Uh, let's see. No, I'm not considered water skiing. Like behind a boat or something. It's almost like that. Like as if you were behind a boat and a boat would pull you can move side to side, or like how a wakeboard is. But these are made of wood, and it basically is the same idea. You're you're going across the water back and forth. And moving, but you're you're not on skis, right? And not on a wakeboard. Although I've never thought about using a wakeboard in the river. I know they do that stuff now. That's funny because that's what they just asked. Then it's a wakeboarding. No, not really, right? No, no. It's between everything: surfing, skiing, skateboarding, wakeboarding. I I I'll. I'll draw one one of these days and put it up on my page. Or if I can get anybody. My mom has some old pictures. And in my, my portfolio book about that my grandma made about about everything I've done, there's, there's some pictures of them in there. Oh, wow. Right on. No, I don't have people that care enough like that for me. So I, I don't even think I have baby pictures. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't have baby pictures. Oh. Uh... <laughs> So, as we are, where are we at? We're almost at the 30-minute mark already. No way. Yeah. This is getting easy. It is. Um, so, one question that I, I got a couple of messages, just text messages from people that you know, listen. They're like, did you have your taco burger? No, I didn't have a taco burger. No, but we were talking the other day, and uh, Debbie brought up that she wants to take the girls to uh, – the drive-in theater. I said, if you take the girls to the drive-in theater, you're taking us with you. Oh yeah, and we're getting taco burgers. Yeah, definitely. Because they got to have the whole thing experience. They do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to talk about food here. I it I, it was just something that popped up. Um, yeah. Question wise. So let's see. Do we want? Do you have a story that you want to share with us, like a near death story? Um. Uh, there's the river still. The same thing going on. It might as well just flow with it. Uh, I used to jump off cliffs, big cliffs, and I'm a big person, so I hit the water really hard. And in the river, there's certain places you don't really want to swim, but I swam. And uh, there's these things called eddies or rapids or or undertoes. And they, if you get too deep in them, they pull you underneath rocks. Right. And I jumped off of a, of a big rock into this calm spot. But just out of the calm spot, if you don't get out of the, the calm spot in time, you get stuck into one of those eddies or undertoes. And it was a 
pulling me, and I was swimming back into the calm spot, and it pulled me back, and it pulled me back. I pretty much flashed before my life and was like, okay, uh, I'm going to die right now because nobody was close. And then a buddy of mine uh, jumped in because when this happens, it's usually around a big rock. Uh-huh. They It goes around and then swirls in front of the rock, pulling it to the rock. And so it can pull a person and suck it to the rock. Uh-huh. I get sucked to the rock right in my friend stuck his leg down because he couldn't get his arm far enough. And I grabbed his leg, and then he pulled his leg up and then pulled me up on the rock. I sat on that rock for an hour crying, and uh, then I had to get out. So the only way I did it is I went to the opposite side because I didn't want to get stuck back into the rapid. Right. And I walked almost a mile with no shoes on down the, the river until I found a little bitty shallow spot to go across, and then about a mile back up to where the area was. And uh, I was safe, but uh, I almost died from the river. And that's the Kern River. I, it's the killer river they, they talk about. It's in a lot of movies. You ever see a lot of uh, river movies? It's usually a, the river from uh, Lake Isabella, Kernville area. Wow. California. Uh, everybody, if you if you heard it, look it up. You, you'll see it. It has signs at each end of it and up in, in the top part of the river that tells you how many deaths and to stay out of it. And it also has it in Spanish and, and it also has it in, in uh, other languages. I forget what language is. Really? Yeah. So it's like that pertinent where it, everybody it, It's a know. vacation area, but everybody likes to swim in it. I still swim in it. You know? I miss it. I, I was hot this this in this desert this year. I, all I could think is... I'm a little bit of desert rat. I'm a little bit of river rat. Right. You know, but I really wanted the water. I was hot. I kept going outside to the the water fountain or the water spigot and wet myself down. <laughs> well, it's it's as we're recording, we're at the end of um, September. This will probably be out in October. But uh, as of right now, it's hot. Yes, it's still stinging. You know, although this was the first morning that I woke up and I had a blanket over me and I was cold. And then when I went outside to go sit out and smoke a cigar, mm-hmm. yes, I smoked cigars. I, uh, I had to go back in and get a long sleeve because, of course, I started thinking where my sweater was. Mm-hmm. It's in my backpack. Oh, shit. <laughs> and if you've listened to these last podcasts, I really need my backpack back. I'm going to call him and ask him if I send him some money, if he'll ship it to me. Right. Or when he'll come back down. Yeah, or when he's going to come back down. I think he already was down, you know what I mean? But it's a little ways for him to come this way. And it, From his daughter, too. Yeah. So I, I don't blame him. Yeah, that is our cousin Richard. Yeah, Richard. Uh, refer to previous podcast. I can't tell you what pro- podcast number. I want to say off the top of my head, I want to say three. I was thinking three. Yeah. I think it is. And then you'll understand what we're talking about. Right. But, yeah, it's because, remember, last year, the girls had um, a, a dull birthday party. Remember how windy and cold it was? Yeah, it really was. Everybody was, like, had a sweater on or, or a little windbreaker or something. And, again, we're, we're recording early um, because my two oldest are at school. Zoe and Jay, they're at school. And then 
bug, Lily, she's still asleep. And it's only 9.30 in the morning. And at 9.30 in the morning, I'm pulling up my weather app here. It's already 76. 76, huh? At, at 9.30 in the morning. Right. So it's going to be hot. And then by 12, and then by 3. But a lot of the times, if it's a good day, by 3 o'clock, we get a nice little wind, so it, it kind of breaks it up. Yeah, but Story always looks hot when she gets home at 3. She does. She looks red. Like she was just playing or something. <laughs> she's getting strong. She's getting too big. Yeah, she is. It's uh, so is Bug. It's it's you know when you and your people. I know people. They're like, oh, you're 41. You're still young. Um, when you see your kids growing up, I mean, my oldest is almost an adult. And regardless if he's autistic or not, he's still almost an adult. And when your child is an adult, that makes you feel old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we, good time. I just had a, okay, I got a, I got a question for you. Let's see what time we got. Okay, I got plenty of time. Do you have a favorite memory with you and I? Yeah, I do. I have my favorite memory is when uh, you say I didn't like you when I first met you, but I remember if it was after that, your little Batman toy. It was the first time I ever got introduced to uh, superheroes and Batman, and that's when you like really started liking that stuff. I mean, wrestling took over a lot, let me tell you. Yeah, but when we were younger. But when he got into it and we, we discovered comic book stores, we'd go to them all the time. Oh, yeah. We, we had a pattern. We'd go to the movies, then go to the comic book store, Comics Plus, right? Yep. That's funny you say that because that was going to be my my favorite memory. Was it really? Yeah. We would go. It would be on a Friday or a Saturday. Typically, it would be on a Saturday. We'd get up. And um, this one particular instant, it was it was during uh, holiday season, and it was like Christmas time. And I remember we got up, and it was just the the air was crisp, and it was nice, and and the sun was out, and we we walked down because we were too young, uh, and we walked down to the bus, the public bus transit, and we rode to the movies and we saw I want to say it was like Mortal Kombat or some shit like that and then after that we always hit um, the comic book store and we'd spend hours just going through the comic book store and then afterwards there was like a Quiznos right across the way from it and we we sat and we had uh, the you know had a sandwich a sub a grilled sub and I remember sitting there eating, and I remember reading, and then we called it a day, and it was just—I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. you, you see it, right? It's yeah, just, his hair's down. Yeah. It's just—he gets these little GBs. I love it. It's just—it was—it was, quote unquote, a perfect day. Yeah. And that's my go-to memory. It's funny you say perfect day. I uh, began the 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 change the new season or whatever yesterday and didn't drink and it was the perfect day for me to stop i mean just 
I, my brother had to ask me, are you sure you haven't been drinking? You're way too happy. And I, I, I said, no offense, but no, I'm not. He's like, you're not mad because I asked you that. I'm like, no, I didn't drink. And he's like, wow. Yeah, he was just like perky. He was like super perky. Randy's not perky. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I kind of like that today too. Yeah. Although I'm feeling a little rough, but I'm I'm uh I'm hungry. Uh, I'm not hungry. But um, yeah, yeah. It was you. You did. You had a great day yesterday. Yeah. Um. You watched some movies, you edited the book. What else did you do? Uh, took a drive, got some sodas, and then I got the the Bible on CD, but it don't work on my DVD player. It's a CD or DVD? Oh, DVD. That might be the problem. No, it, it plays DVDs, too. Does it? Yeah, that was the big thing. I played all the movies. I still play all the movies. It's just something wrong with the encryption on it. Maybe some... Is it old? Yeah, it's old. Uh, Debbie's had that forever. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I, although I found... I haven't put it on my phone yet. I found an auto, audio Bible on a Google Play Store. Uh-huh. And it, it does that, and you can read it or listen to it. So I'm just going to put it on my phone like I do everything, you know. <laughs> yeah. My phone's getting pretty full with things that I have. <laughs> I have a 128-gig phone, and it's almost full. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's got lots of apps. I'm like, how can you use all this? He says it comes in handy certain times, certain ways, whatever, you know? And then there's like a whole section. Like if you go through the back here. Uh-huh. There's a whole folder just for Zoe. Oh, wow. You can make folders? Yeah, and Lily. There's one for Lily, which Zoe must have made for her. Yeah, that's cute. She made her a, a Netflix... Oops, sorry. He'll cut that out. No, you can say it. Uh, made her a Netflix uh, account. Account, yeah. It's a little birdie or something. They fight like cats and dogs, but they love each other greatly. Yeah, they remind us of uh, me and you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we know what our parents went through. <laughs> I can only think when it happens, I think about when they're older. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, woo! Yeah. Wow. They do. They fight a lot, but they love each other greatly. Yeah. It's... They miss each other when they're not around. Yeah. When, when, when Zoe's at school and Lily sees her coming, Zoe, 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 Zoe. Yes. Tries to give her a hug, and Zoe's like, I'm not feeling good right now. And then next thing you know, they're playing, and yeah. they're doing their thing. <laughs> my my six-year-old child needs some downtime to wind down from school. I was like, <laughs> well, seven. She'll be seven by the time this comes out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she's just like, I'm like, child, you're a child. Why are you so high-strung? I know. That's funny. Uh, so, ah, good times. Yeah, I should tell you that I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lofgren Randolph for Twitter, uh -huh. and Randolph Lofgren for Instagram, uh -huh. Randolph Lofgren for Facebook. Okay. 
I also have an email, and it's randyman2388 at gmail.com. If there's things you'd like to know about me that I've touched maybe only a little bit on, I have so many stories that I'd love to share. Yeah, and that's what we're doing is we're, we're, as you can tell, the the atmosphere of the story, or the story, the atmosphere of this podcast is changing. I have to switch back from magazine to podcast. Yeah, It's yeah. a different mindset. Different lingo, too. Yeah. And, but the, the whole, everything, you know, from episode one to now, things have changed. And we're trying to find our our path, more specifically, niche. <laughs> yeah, uh, Randy's, not my, not mine. This is, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This is your show. Um, you know, I I have my own show where I geek out for an hour. <laughs> I know. So, but we're we're trying to find the right balance. So, email him. Let him know. You can email the the show. The show is shooting, shooting. I got to pronounce my words better, huh? Shooting straight at jayzomon, j a y z o m o n dot com, and tell us, do you want? What do you want? What what do you want? Because Randy's a giver. Oh yeah, I love to give, and he will deliver if you want. Emotional, he'll give you the emotional. If you want funny, he can be really fucking funny. He really can. And whatever you want, just tell us and he'll deliver. He's 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 like the multifaceted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very much. I don't know how I came up with that word. It was just in there. So alright, as we wrap it up, what what you're saying? Uh, remember, uh, anything that you want to accomplish or do, just do it, no matter what it takes to do it. I I won't get into it, but you made me. You said just do it. Made made me pop on the you know the whole campaign thing for Nike right now. The whole hoo ha. I know. And uh, it, there's one. There's a black and white picture of Jeffrey Dahmer, and it says. Uh, don't be afraid. Follow your dreams, even if it's to eat somebody. <laughs> then at the bottom, just do it, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, it, it, oh yeah, oh, uh, it's uh, wrong. <laughs> it funny. It is. Uh, All right, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Locker. Thanks for coming in for shooting straight. See you next time. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. Right here, I just gotta shoot straight.